What's up, y'all? My name's Leticia, and you're listening to Confessions from the Closet, a podcast all about vulnerability and overcoming. It's time we get ourselves unstuck from these boxes and these closets that we've allowed ourselves to be trapped in. We're so much bigger than these boxes we've been in. It's time we go deep, y'all. What is up, guys? Today we are talking with my friend Jen. Woo! Um, we are recording this, filming this in mm-hmm. a very special room. Yes. Hopefully can use some footage yeah. of us in this room on Sunday. This is the intercessory room. Is that yeah. what we call it? Right? Yep. Call intercessory the prayer room. Yep. The red room. Um, yeah. So every Sunday? Every Sunday. We do very loud. Very loud. Like, worship. yes. Yes. And we shout a lot. <laughs> and then you leave the room and you feel kind of embarrassed because you're like, I wonder who heard me. But then at the same time, you're like, well, at least I got it. You know, like I didn't miss Jesus because I was too afraid to shout out, you know, because yeah. most time it's me. Yeah. Everybody else is kind of quiet. I feel like I'm loud sometimes, but. Oh, yeah, you can be. When you start like to feel singing, the Lord, too, yeah. I can always tell. I'm like yeah. singing. Yeah. Um. Which is why I chose this room. I thought it was special. Yeah. Usually, if you're watching the video, you can see this. Usually, these um, there's clips on the wall, and we have put prayer requests on this yeah. wall. We put. Um, I saw there was pictures up. Pictures recently. of families. Yeah. Um, I actually put up that I would get pregnant and have a healthy. Oh, I forgot about that. And delivery yeah. before because we had it took about a year to get pregnant with Paul, yeah. and so that was up there. It was exciting when I finally got to take it down. I totally like forgot about that. Yeah, you need to give a testimony about that. Yeah. But we're, she's here we testifying here right now. Yeah. So yeah. But I just I felt like interviewing you and maybe even more people in here. But this felt like your room. Oh, thanks. And a safe place too. I've like whenever I took over this specific ministry, like for me, um, I just wanted a, a place that was intimate. Well, you know, obviously prayer is what we do in here, but. Like, one of the reasons why we put um, the pictures on the wall was because I wanted to know who was represented, who we were praying for. Mm -hmm. Um, If I would have had it my way, we would have had, like, this whole room completely covered with people from the church itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because I think sometimes you can visualize it a lot better than, like, just seeing a name. At least you go, okay, I might not know them, but I I recognize them Mm -hmm. and just have something visual to look at. So, but yeah, I love it. It's my favorite time. I think it's a safe place. And this is a room where you always, you just feel the Holy Spirit when you walk in. It's like home. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So it felt like a good place to film this. Because my hope and prayer with this podcast is that what we have here and what I've gotten to experience, not just here, but my whole life, and then got to re-experience here, that that can bleed through, you know, podcasts or video. Right. Where people who don't have this space yet can find it at home the keyword is yet yes yeah yet. i love that yes. so yeah i do want you to tell us a little bit about your story because i think it's pretty awesome okay um like from from like me getting set free yeah a little backstory in the, okay in the- um so my name is jen um i i uh, had a, a tremendous meth addiction um for about two and a half years in my teenage years. Um, and I had uh, gotten down to like 99 pounds and my liver and kidneys shut down. Um, I had a terrible headache one day and I was trying not to use. So, you know, normally when you stop doing something like that, they, your body just responds so different. Um, I don't think it was like a withdrawal thing. It was just more of like my body was finally settling in and, um, it just couldn't handle it. And so I went to the emergency room and long story short, my liver and kidneys shut down. That's why I was having, you know, the things happen that I was. And, um, at that point they, you know, I was 18, um, uh, almost 19. Um, but they told my family anyway that, you know, it was because I was using and, um, I ended up, you know, being restless and bored and, um, went, on a trip with my mom and little did I know she had, uh, planned a, a trip to, um, like a viewing of teen challenge. 
And so once they said yes and accepted me, I couldn't really like not go because at that point I felt stuck. Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm a people pleaser. So I'm learning how to not be that way. But at that point I'm like, well, if I don't go, they're going to know how bad it was. So anyway, I went, um, like a weekend, I had a, a real encounter with God and I knew in that moment, like I was never going to use again. Like I knew that my heart was different. Everything changed. And it's not because of teen challenge. It was just a place that, you know, quieted everything else up. And so, um, now I'm, you know, got married, have three kids. And, um, prior to coming to more, you know, I, I kind of gave up a dream to be, in ministry, mm-hmm. um, even though I knew that that was what I was called to do, yeah. just because I didn't, didn't, I didn't think I was ever going to get anywhere with it, you yeah. know. And I didn't know what it looked like, and I was an intercessor, but you know, I didn't think that. I thought everybody just prayed, you know. And so my first time coming to more, um, well, it was my second time, but um, I came to the healing and prophetic rooms, and um, I was desperate, like. I was just desperate for God to talk to me because I just felt so lonely and broken. And um, even with having a family, like, it wasn't enough. Like, there was this void in my heart. And so um, I was in the sanctuary, and Catherine was singing. And um, I just felt like the Lord moving in such a big way. And I remember feeling like, like hearing the Lord say, you're supposed to get up and pray. And I was like, you're right. I'm not doing that. Like, these people don't know me. You know, it's... Like, this is somebody, I mean, I hadn't even made the transition here yet um, fully. And so uh, the Lord wouldn't let it go. And so I remember, like, I call it the walk of shame, even to this day, like nine years later. (laughs) um, You know, I I walked up to the front, grabbed the microphone, because it's an open mic. um, And (laughs) I just remember praying against depression, because I... Yeah. You know, at that point, my husband was struggling, and we didn't know what was wrong with him. And, you know, I just I just remember saying that. And then all of a sudden, it was like this out-of-body experience. And um, whatever took over, like, I don't even remember what I prayed after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember going back to my seat feeling like, like, now I can describe it. At the time, I couldn't, but, like, he put a key in, and he, like, unlocked it. Mm-hmm. And from that day forward, like... Within six months, I was leading prayer here at the church, mm-hmm. and it felt like that was a part of my identity yeah. that I didn't I didn't really recognize until that point. So yeah. now I'm here, and I'm on staff, and I've been on staff for almost eight, almost eight years. Wow. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Yeah. That's, that's me. That's funny. Yeah. I like that you said walk of shame, because part of <gasps> our story yeah. and how we formed our friendship, I had to go through the walk of shame as well. Oh, yeah. Um, which is why a big reason why I wanted you on is because it's, I think it's such a powerful, powerful story. Because if that hadn't happened, so many things that have happened in my life wouldn't have happened. You were wow. like the first start, and so now I kind of just want to talk about that story and like okay. mine and Madi's experience coming to more. Yeah, and I remember I don't remember exactly, but I know we walked in the first day. It was Oliver was getting dedicated. Yeah, my nephew, and I had been wanting to come here for a while. But my sister never invited me. So I thought, like, she had shame and didn't want to invite me, you know, oh, the man. lesbian sisters. But, like, I felt this pulling on my heart. And before, like you said, you had this longing. Yeah. Before we came here, I was going through really bad depression. Wow. And I wasn't on antidepressants anymore. I had been in the past. And I had told Madi I was crying on my office floor, just, like, crying. Because we were happy, but I knew something was missing. Yeah. And I told her, I, I either need to find a place or I'm going to have to get back on medicine because I'm not okay. Yeah. And I cried out. And then like that next week, Oliver got dedicated. Wow. And I did not sleep. I was so stressed out because my thought had always been, we had tried churches and every time we went in, cause my gift is also, um, what is it? Not empathy. Uh, it, well, it's mercy, but it's where I can feel. So intercessory, right? Yeah. You can I mean, feel other yes. people's prayers. So every time I, um, would go to a church, I could feel like people would come sit behind us yeah. and I could feel their prayers, which were, let them not be gay. And wow. I was tired of that, yeah. you know, or people telling my daughter that her mom's couldn't be married. Wow. And I was like, well, you, you are. Say? So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah. And so when we came here, 
I was super nervous, but I was doing this training um, when I used to work with Beachbody, and one of the things they were challenging us, and they're saying, instead of saying, what if they judge me? What if they do this? What if change it and flip the script? And it was, what if they love me? What if they see me? What if they see me for who I am? Wow. And we walked in, and I walked in before Madi, and Chantel greeted me. Of course. And hugged me like she knew me. And then she did the same yeah. thing to Madi. And we talked about it later. And she's yeah. like, did you know her? And I was like, no, I thought you did. I thought she knew you. Like, <laughs> yeah. because our marriage, like our wedding happened to New York, a lot of people, we meet a lot of people in town Yeah. that have seen our wedding photos. So I just assumed it might have been one of those things. Because like, oh. we don't know them, but so many people have seen them that right. they like knew who we were. Yeah. So I was like, that was weird. Yeah. But then I think it was the first day you came up to me it was maybe like the second time we came you came up to me and my i was with my sister yeah and you asked her to introduce us and she and i in my head like i'm already like thinking about what's gonna happen what's she gonna say and nervous and she said this is my sister and this is her wife and that was the first time i had been introduced as a wife especially in like a church building wow um and that was like the most I don't know if she knows, it was like one of the most amazing loving moments I've had with my sister because I felt seen. Yeah. Like there was no hiding. This is who we are. Right. And, uh, it's like you have arrived. Yeah. You know, because it, everybody else gets to be introduced that way. Like, Hey, this is my spouse, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so she introduced, and I don't know, I, we've never talked about that either. I don't know what your thoughts were. Cause you were just like, awesome. Y'all want to come to the family group? You invited the family group right away. Well, and the thing was, is that I remember, so I don't know if it was the very first time or if it was the second time like you're talking about, but I remember you wearing these suspenders. What? Yeah, so you had like a white shirt on um, and like these cool, and I I thought... them to church? Yes! I thought, man, she looks cool. Like, I don't know that I could ever wear something like that, you know? So like, and I I just remember thinking like you were so pretty, Hmm. you know, just like... Like, she seemed so inviting, and obviously, I knew you, I, I didn't know your story, but I, I knew that you were married to a woman. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. it doesn't take a rocket scientist to look and know, you know, <laughs> not in a surprised. bad way, but it, you know, it's one of those things, like, <laughs> you're not her sister because, you know, you look different, but I just remember thinking, like, like, I'd never, um... I don't know. I wanted to be your friend, first yeah. of all. So you were inviting it warm enough to me um, to to make me feel like I wanted to get to know you. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love people. Mm-hmm. But then there's some people that you're like, I feel like we're supposed to be in relationship. Not just like a how are you type thing, but like a, like a lifelong friendship. Mm-hmm. And so I just, yeah, I... Forgot I invited y'all to home group, but I'm. I think you guys came, right? I don't, I don't know that we came yet. We eventually did come. Yeah, not right out. Yeah, not right away. But, but yeah. Um, and then when I when I would see you at stuff like when you did come to the group, I just thought, oh yeah, you know, like I just wanted you to feel welcomed and loved. Yeah. yeah. And I had honestly, like, I don't know. Maybe that's for a little bit later. So you ask me questions because yeah. I'll I'll share well, this other thing. I just think that you know. I don't think it's just for us. I think for everyone that walks yeah. in the doors at Moore, yeah. it's home. You yeah. feel like you're home. And, yeah. Um, that come as you are, not as you should be, is such a like a spirit about this church. It's genuine um, it's, as best it can it's be. It's very real. Yeah. And I've never felt... I know that people have left Yeah. over the years, but I know that that's something we've also all talked about is that... They just weren't supposed to be here anymore. Right. Not in a hateful way. It was just... No. That wasn't what was... And so I never took offense to that. No one was ever mean to my face. Right. But I was always feeling welcome, which, like, from the first time we came, yeah. after worship, I knew we would never go to another church. This was wow. home. And so then, like, I want to say it was, like, week five, Yeah. worship changed me again, which is wow. where our story really begins. Yes. And... They played No Longer a Slave. Wow. And I just kept hearing that. Um, no Longer a Slave to Fear. I am a child of God. I kept hearing that over and over. And God's like, stop being afraid. This is this is what you're going to do. And then we did ministry time. Yeah. Pre-COVID. Yeah, we'll pre-COVID. That. Yeah. Um, and y'all were up in line. And God's like, you're going to go get prayer. And I was like, okay. 
if Jen and Chantel are together and I looked up and y'all were paired together, which oh isn't always the case. No, it's but not. that day yeah. that was like, I, I always tell God like, okay, if this is really you telling me this, yeah, do this. And then if he does, then it's confirmation. Right. It's like a way he confirms with me. And that was like my confirmation. But then it was like, I told Monty, I'm supposed to go get prayer. And we waited till the very end. But like I think you everyone, were like the last one we prayed I for was, that we day. Were the last one standing up. Yeah, there. yeah. And so, um, when I came out, God gave me a word. When I like had I had prayed, and by this point in the podcast, you know, people have heard my story. Um, but I had been praying, you know, God, if this is how you made me, like, I need you to tell me what this means, right? Because you're not taking it away, right? And so I came up for prayer, and God had told me, as I was standing there waiting for the last person to leave, he's like, you're going to tell him. And I'm like, God, no, like I don't want to do this. Wow. He's like, you're going to tell him. And you're just going to just jump. Basically, you're just going to trust fall. Wow. Which and is not always easy. Yeah, you know. You're like, it's a big deal. Yeah. So this was the first time I had ever really gone and been my truest self when asking for a prayer. Because I'd been baptized after I came out. I was baptized when I was young. I was baptized again. Yeah. And I think now that I'm like out in who I am, I feel like it's time to do it one more time. Right. Just because it's like I have never hidden myself here. Yeah. It's never been never. an option and I never had to. Right. So I came up and you and Chantel and I was like super nervous. Like, holy, you know, the Holy Spirit heartbeat yeah. is what I call it. Like, yes. Oh, and I oh. had to throw up. Um, so that was your walk of shame. That thing. was my walk of because, shame. Because, you know, it's you, so different. It's, it's hard. It's nerve-wracking. Yeah, it's it is. And that's what I think I, when I talk about this episode and do the intro. Like, I've been thinking about it. And I'm like, I feel like this is that whole when you're praying for something. And yeah. you're praying and praying and praying. And then finally God's like, now. Jump now. And, like, yeah. you can't question it. And right. that was for you the same thing. And for me. Right. I could no longer question it. It was like, God, I've asked for this moment. I've asked for this place. Yeah. And when you tell me to do something, I have to jump, which is the same thing with the podcast. He's right. like, you've been having this on your heart for two years. Jump. Mm. And, um, and I'm so are. glad you are, though. Yeah. Because a lot of people will feel like it's too big or, you know, like even pre- for you preparing this, you know, reaching out to other people to, you know, you have a vision and other people made it happen with you. Yeah. Like they partnered with you. Yeah. You know, you have microphones and all the fancy smancy stuff. But that just shows, I mean, it goes to show like how much pe- people believe in you. Yeah. You know, and that's such a big deal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't always have that. No. You know, and so that's even more confirmation in my heart that you were supposed to do it too. Yeah. yeah. God, he's like, you jump, I'll provide. Yeah. And here we are. And so, so true. I came up to y'all and I was like, I want prayer because we're here. Yeah. And God made me gay. Or I said, I'm gay. I'm married to a woman. God made me gay so that I could be a bridge between the LGBT community and the church. Right. And I don't know what that looks like. Wow. But I know that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And y'all were so, like, I'm sure, because, you know, my I know your head goes as fast as mine. Yeah. I'm sure things went so fast, but, like, y'all's response, y'all responded and didn't react, and you were both so kind. But Gosh, and that's so God, too, though. You mm-hmm. know, like, I mean, because everybody, I mean, to even, in that circumstance, you know, a lot of people won't just submit everything back up to the Father. They'll try to do something out of their own head knowledge and not the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah. And so... Like, I just love the fact that the thing is, is that he prepared you for that day mm-hmm. for such a time as this. He also did the same thing for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a coincidence. Yeah. Obviously. Okay. Anyway, but, keep so, going. Just saying y'all did, y'all responded. And I don't know that I've ever asked you what all, we've talked a little bit about it, but what all went through your head? Because I, I mean, I know here we are, our friendship is so much bigger. Oh yeah. And, and it's even see. grown like this year tremendously too, you yeah. know? Yeah. But I do want to know like what went, if you're okay with that, what went through yeah. your head? And- um, obviously like, I, like I said earlier, I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that you're a married couple mm-hmm. and that you're, you know, gay. Um, and I think when you came up, like, I don't even remember what we said. You might remember what was said, but I don't remember even, (laughs) I don't really remember any of what I, what took place like verbally, Mm -hmm. you know, um, because it was so much bigger than that for me. Um, but I do remember feeling like, I'm pretty sure I said, okay, God, like she's your bride. And 
I think like something you said just a minute ago, um, I do remember you coming up and you go, you saying like, I'm gay. And I just felt like the Lord was like, but that's not your identity. So I think that so many times we, we base like certain things, like our identity is this, you know, or I think it, it hurt my heart a little bit. The fact that you felt like you had to say that. Um, and I don't know why I remember thinking like, God, she's so much more than just being gay, Yeah. you know, just like I'm so much more than, you know, having chronic pain or whatever, whatever, yeah. you know, like my identity isn't that like there's things that we were, that were put inside of us and mm-hmm. that's your outward thing. That's yeah. not like, that's not who you are, I guess. And yeah. I don't know, maybe some people relate to maybe I feel like in the community at large, yeah. Um, everybody, and I might be wrong, so I might say something. You're I'm good. sorry because I'm I'm you know new to everything, but um, I feel like there's some people that you know they feel the need to be loud and proud and and to you know like to verbalize everything about being gay or or transgender, anything mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, um, but. Like, I, I think for me, uh, from the outside looking in, and obviously I don't know why everybody does what they do. I mean, whether you're gay, straight, black, white, like we all have things that we do because it's almost like a, like a, um, not a coping mechanism, but yes, it is. And so I'm going to say it so that you don't have to say it. And I do that with, I know I need to lose weight, but you know, like. Like, if I go to the doctor, I think that they're thinking something that they're not even thinking. Yeah. You know, and so when in your circumstance, like, you know that we're thinking something, but we're not thinking it to the magnitude in that moment that you were. Yeah. You know, so I guess I just remember feeling like um, she's so much more than just being gay. Yeah. Like, there's so much to you. And telling the Lord, like, you know her better than anybody else. Mm -hmm. You have to speak. Because if we do it out of our own, our own deal, we're gonna mess it up. Whether we're praying for you or another couple or anybody for that matter, yeah. like that's so important to to seek the Father because He knows you more than anybody on the planet. Right. And so I just remember thinking, like, you have to speak to her because she. I mean, it's a hard deal to come up, especially oh, when great. you know somebody's gay. You know, because mm-hmm. the church world doesn't handle things the way that they should yeah you know and i'm just glad that you that you did it you know and i'm glad that i got to be a part of it you know obviously so yeah it was and i and now that we're talking about it i think because i don't like labels like and i don't like the identity of having to say like i don't right it's not who i am even mom like mom is a title it's not who i am right it's not my deepest part it's not what i was just created to do it's one of my favorite things to do but it's not the only thing i am and i think that like when you were saying it i think that i really think god made me say that like i remember him telling me to say that because it was like look just say it because you need to know that you're safe you're safe being this yeah you're safe being your truest self you're safe like this is where you were. This is what I've prepared you for. Is this right. place and to right. jump and trust that. And then he caught me through y'all's like calmness and y'all's mm-hmm. prayer. And um, I don't remember what all we prayed. I think we prayed a lot about just like that path being clear and, and yeah. for protection and for favor, which is all that I've had since I've been here. Right. Um, I do remember. Um, I I want to say that that was the time that I asked you if you played an instrument or if you sang. And I don't remember any else, anything else of the conversation, but I remember feeling like like you did mm-hmm. and telling you that I would connect you with Catherine, you yeah. know, because I'm like, well, if you do, like, yeah. and I think you told me you were self-taught and yeah. whatever else, like God gave it to you. Yeah. So I do remember that. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, which is what led to like my whole path here is that I told you asked me that and I was like yeah I do I sing and I play guitar yeah and then we talked more on Facebook later and started to build our friendship and then you did you connected me with Catherine who's our worship leader who her episode might be it's either going to be after or before you I don't know at this point but um to hear that story too because you connected me with her and then I don't know if it was you or both of y'all. Y'all yeah. talked to Daryl, and Daryl wanted me on the team from yeah. what I understood. Yeah. And 
and you know that took its own time but here we are five years later gosh I, I can't believe it's been that long already I barely play guitar yeah. I learned how to play the piano I'm now like I know that's the main thing week. you do on Sundays yeah, I play the keys yes. every week and that was what's funny is um one of the people who left the church gave me a word like right around it was after you had prayed for me we'd been there for a minute and she came up to get, give me a word. Madi was somewhere around. And you say people know we're gay. So many people think Madi sings on stage. They're like, you did a great job. And she was like, that was my wife. We we have big teeth and big smiles. But like, but you look white, totally short hair. No, yeah. Shaved side. I mean, yeah. Totally different. So funny to me. So, anyway. It shows, <laughs> shows sometimes how much people actually pay attention. You're like, do you really listen and see or no? Yeah. Not in a mean way, but you're kind of like, really? Like, okay, sure. Only yeah. five years later, it's a little obvious. I've been pregnant. She has Apollo. Like, we've dedicated both of our children in the church. Right. If you're you like, can't. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I've also given my testimony, so it's yeah out there now. Um, yeah. But uh, she came and gave me a word and said, you know, the Lord showed me you during service or during worship, and you were playing the piano. Wow. And you were, every time I played the piano, I was ministering to people. And I didn't play the piano at the time, wow. um, which I had wanted to learn the piano, but I had never right. played it. And then a little bit after that, Natasha and Graham were moving and offered a piano I was like I'll take it and I said I didn't have, I don't even I didn't even know that yeah I still that's have awesome it. it's never been tuned since I've had it oh. um, still sounds like a saloon piano but that's <laughs> how I've written so many songs on it I practice right. on it uh yeah that's how I learned and then yeah. the you know Matt threw me on stage and I've become that but it all started with that me taking that leap of faith yeah the walk of shame as mm-hmm. it felt because you're terrified and um and man, even just saying that right now, the walk of shame, because it's like the shame is falling off of you as you walk. Like right. it's like God's releasing the shame. And it's from such you. it's so important too. It's it's important to be obedient. I think like even, you know, going back to my experience, like I think that, you know, sometimes we're so much in our heads and, you know, there's all these things stirring up that you like you almost feel like it's too big, you know, um, or you're not in the right place yeah. or, you know, what are, what are people going to think? And like having that experience, I think like had I, and I've, I've said this before, I've said it from the stage, um, on prayer nights, whatever, like, had I not been obedient in that moment, I wouldn't be on staff. Yeah. I wouldn't have had an encounter with the Lord in the, you know, in the capacity that I did, I wouldn't know part of my identity. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, it could have came along later, but the reality was is that I just remember telling him, like, nobody knows me here, mm-hmm. but they're not, like, I don't know. I just think, like, you go into somebody else's house and you're not just going to, like, get on their stuff. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm like, they're going to look at me like I'm crazy because they don't know me. Yeah. But, I, like, to this day, um, like you remember your first, I remember it, but then other people on the outside do. Mm-hmm. And so there's a couple people here at the church that remembered, and it's kind of weird when they say it to me, but they remembered my very first time getting on the mic mm-hmm. and they remember what I said more than I do. Yeah. Secondly, um, the response and the way that the, the spirit of the Lord shifted the room, mm-hmm. like is still so profound to them. Yeah. The way that Daryl responded, the way that, they felt about it, yeah. and and I share that to say, like I I remember the first time praying with you. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time you got on stage. I remember, you know, praying with you about getting pregnant with Apollo and mm-hmm. and having walked all these like little stuff and big things out with you. Yeah. Like it always will resonate in my heart in such a big way because mm-hmm. because it's. Like, I got to be a part of that, these journeys with you. Yeah. Like, a lot of your firsts. Yeah. You know, just like other people have done with me. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, I mean, had you not done it, had I not done it, or other people, if they feel like they can't, they don't know where to begin, just just do it. Just yeah. try. Just try. Yeah. 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 Take the walk of shame. Take the walk of shame. <laughs> Which is true. And now we're in this season where even this Sunday, like when we were in the room praying between yeah. services because, you know, I get here for first service worship and then I come in here to yeah. worship with you before I go do worship again. Yeah. I felt like God was like, 
they're reminding me who I was before I came out because I was way more free. I was hiding a part of me, so I wasn't completely free. But, like, I was more free in walking in my power that he's given me and my authority that he's given me. And I think I'm finally grabbing all that back. Like, he's been healing me these past five years of the trauma and the pain of what happened, you know, with coming out and losing friends and having to quit a job because it was just too much. And um, and I'm thankful for all that, like, at this point. But... uh, he was just like showing me like future me, you know, he's like a glimpse into the future of just walking in more authority, but like my personality coming back. And I've told money, I was like, I'm not myself yet. Like you don't even wow. know. Like I'm, I was obnoxious. Like I was like, yeah, I could see that, no. so, you know, soberly freedom. Like I didn't have to have a drink to be comfortable. Like, right. Um, and he's just reminding me that like that shame and that the trauma and the, walls like the tough skin i've put up it's coming down amen um which i think like this is something that's going to help with that because i knew like however many it was like eight years ago i think eight so mine is almost 10 so nine years i think i've been out for nine years is what i figured out wow. six yeah nine years i came out i was 24 so wow. my was like already one right like I wasn't even out of the closet when Maya was born, which is funny. Oh, my gosh. Now, Isn't that weird to think I've about? Now i adopted her. I'm like, sorry, I wasn't there. I was still hiding. Yeah. Um, but, uh, shoot, I lost my train of thought. That happens. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I remember praying in my apartment when I was coming out, and my boss was sending me these emails of all the reasons it was wrong and the scripture and all this stuff, and I'm just, like, crying out, and God's like this is your ministry. Like, this is what I, cre- I made you gay, not yeah. to have a tortured life, not to be lacking. I made you gay because you are going to help other people not feel this, not have to go wow. through this, or if they are to like help them. Yeah. Um, and as I've been preparing for this podcast and the video and, um, I just feel like this is that ministry really beginning. Wow. Because, you know, I've gotten to minister here, and I've done right. a lot here just yeah. through me and Maddie being here and getting to sing and getting to give prophetic words, which is, you know, I've been doing that since I was five. Like, that right. was in my... That's, that's your, It's part of your in. DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but now I, like I told you the other day during prophet prophetic ministry, Lyndall's like, do you have anything? Do you have anything? And he's always asking me. And yeah. I, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm he includes you in it. Yeah. for it, Lyndall. You, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. And yeah. And I do. Like, I'm... But the fact that he's like nudging you, he knows that the Lord is going to speak through me, and then that I'm given, I guess, that authority and that freedom to do it. It's not like, no, we're going to hide her. I've never been hidden. Yeah. Um, And so, just the freedom that here we are recording in the church and using church equipment and in the prayer room. And, you know, I just, I feel like I've done almost all that I can of my reach here is i mean there'll be more things that happen but like right. i feel like this is like part of that ministry and I, right. and I want i want everyone to have more yeah more of him but more like a piece of more church and yeah I hope that um one well, i mean like from the outside you know looking in from the outside or whatever however you word that like a lot of um in the church, I hadn't really, like, if somebody was gay, if you, even if you had your, like, like, I'm pretty sure yeah. they, from people that you thought maybe were, um, they were still hiding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I think sometimes, like, the Lord, he never, like, puts you on blast, like, because he wants you know, but there was, there was this part of me that knew, like I could tell certain things or take out even being gay. Like when somebody was broken, when somebody was lonely, when they were, you know, suicidal, like the beauty about the Holy Spirit is that he will highlight people, Mm -hmm. um, for whatever reason, especially to me, because I always feel such a, like, I love people genuinely. I try to it, you know, to do the best I can, but like, you know, I just, because I think, I think when you can put yourself in somebody else's shoes, um, that's what intercession is. Like, like, I think it was Jeremiah, like he did, he wasn't even in sin or, or not, 
I mean, yeah, he wasn't even doing, participating in certain things, but he had such a heart to intercede that he would just stand in the gap for those who didn't really understand yet. Yeah. And when I heard that in a, a sermon one time, I just thought to myself, like, that's who I am. Like, that's, that speaks to my, to my heart so profoundly because, mm-hmm. like, I, I just want to see, I want to see everybody. Um, now I lost my train of thought. I just want to see everybody like um, free, and I want to see people like loved on, and I I want to be used in that in that way to to like be able to encounter somebody, yeah. you know, to come in their midst, and you know, like the Lord used me as a vessel to intercede. I had been interceding for you mm-hmm. and Madi since the first time he came to the church. Yeah. I didn't have to come out and say, hey, I'm praying for y'all. Like, yeah. it was just something that the Lord laid on my heart because I wanted so, so much for you to feel loved mm-hmm. and to feel like you were important. Yeah. And it, you know, I, I do, I want to be like that for everybody. Yeah. But I did feel that connection in praying and, and mm-hmm. such. And so I don't remember why I went down that road, but you know, it's okay. Yeah. When I do the replay, we'll know. Yeah. We'll know. It'll come back. Yeah. Um, But I I do think, I don't know. I just, my prayer is that this blesses people and I think that they'll fill our hearts. Um, Okay. So we've told our stories, but now I want to ask you a couple questions. Okay. Okay. I'll um, do my best to answer them. You've done great. Okay. Um, So before meeting us, Mm -hmm. what were your thoughts? This is and always it's okay, and it doesn't okay. You know and we've like. we've talked. It's not that we haven't talked about it. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Like, like I never want to. I mean, I'll just throw it out there. So before meeting y'all, I mean, if somebody came into something, I would like if I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I felt more. Uh, how do I word it? Like that. It will. I mean, it's okay. That the Lord could say people free that were gay, um, you know, like giving life, creating life, mm-hmm. um, based on what you're always taught. Yeah. Uh, That's like, what I was taught. Right. Is that it does take a man and a woman, mm-hmm. which is, is still true. You had a donor. If you wouldn't have had the donor, you know, like yeah. that is, I mean, there is some truth to that. Um, but I think for me, I just thought, I guess I, I felt like, if you were gay, your life was so much harder. And I think um, that personally, you, no parent wants their kid to come and yeah. tell them that because they, you not because you're you're you feel like like you're in sin, but because you never want your child to go through more pain. Harder. You know, like their yeah. life to be harder than it needs to be. Yeah. And so you know, based on what I was taught. Um, and what I read, yeah. um, I would have just prayed that you would be set free. Yeah. Anybody, not just you specifically, yeah. but anybody. Yeah. Not sure. It's I'll cut that out. Um, but I, I mean, I was taught the same things. Yeah. And I believed the same things, and I prayed the same. I mean, I prayed for 12 A years long time. to be set free. Yeah. Um, okay, so then... And I know it's hard to like say, but it, like it was vulnerable yeah. and it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, but then you met us. Yeah. And how did your heart change? Obviously, Gosh, like really good friends. the thing is, is that something that I realized even like yesterday, like even when we were talking about it yesterday, is like how like inhumane it is to look at. A, a group of people, whether it's their sexual orientation, it's, you know, they're disabled, like, whatever. I mean, I don't even know how to explain that totally, but, like, how wrong it was that I judged something before I even understood it, Yeah. right? And so, like, meeting you guys, um, like, y'all, y'all changed me in such a profound way because for the first time, like, it wasn't something I... You know, you people talk about gay people, mm-hmm. but everybody wants to talk about something they don't understand yeah. or they don't know. And then once you experience somebody, um, you know, and and have somebody like m- move your heart in such the the way that y'all did. Like for me, I'm I look at y'all just like 
you're a married couple and you're raising children and Mm -hmm. like I would go to bat for you any day of the week. Like if somebody were to say something negative, like it would, it makes me want to like (laughs) come unraveled, you know, because I'm like, wait a minute. Do you, do you stop to like understand their hearts? Mm -hmm. Do you know that they're just like you and me? Mm -hmm. They're just gay. Like it's just two women instead of me and my husband, like, or you and your husband. The, The reality for me is that like y'all do better at some things than I even do, like raising your family. Like there's no difference except for like nobody ever comes like, and this is probably TMI, but <laughs> like I I don't think people come up to me and Robert and in, in, <laughs> this is so bad. I don't know what I do. This is something I've thought about, so, you know, bear with me. But, like, nobody walks up to us and is like, I wonder what they do in the bedroom. You know, like, yeah. I wonder how that works. Yeah. I mean, but people do it to other sexual, like when somebody's sex gay. Yeah. yeah. Like it's and about, so you're like, you're like, I mean, yeah. you don't make out in front of everybody. I don't either, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, as you get older, I mean, it's so, it's so funny, the things that you think people think about and that you once thought about and you're like, I don't even, I don't know. Like, I just, I love you guys. And even meeting, well, I don't know if I can go into that because she hasn't shared her story yet. Oh yeah, no. Okay, no. Um, so never mind. But I think when you dine with somebody, you know, like Jesus talks about everybody being welcome at his table, Mm -hmm. like when you dine with somebody that's different than you, like you grow from me and I grow from you. And there's things that instead of just running away from it, I think, you know, the people that have left here, they didn't know how to deal with the awkwardness. Mm -hmm. They, they had to have all the answers and what they were, what they were. And some of these people I love tremendously. It was really hard for me when certain people left, but if you don't know, how about you start talking? Yeah. How about you, like, like we should get to a point where we don't just negate somebody because of their sexual orientation. Yeah. You know, like, I don't, my marriage hasn't always been great. Like, I mean, I have yeah. stuff in my own life, yeah. you know, that just because you're gay doesn't discount you. Yeah. You know, and I, I just think that people should recognize, like, there's so much more to life. Like, if y'all weren't in my life, I'd be, I'd, it would like break my heart. Yeah. You know, you were, I needed you and I didn't know I needed you. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed you to change my mind mm-hmm. and to, to allow a place in my heart that I thought when once was so different mm-hmm. to be, I needed to go before the Lord and talk to him. Yeah. Not just what everybody's taught me. Yeah. You know? And so I've had an unraveling and sometimes you're like, okay, like I don't, what, I mean, it's taught me to go this way Mm -hmm. so that I can understand not just you with anybody, with any relationship, like instead of discounting it and not understanding things, um, I just feel like it, it gets me closer to the father because Mm -hmm. of getting out of what you think or what you have been taught. Yeah. You know, my life is so much bigger now and I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. That's yeah, that was a long like. No, it was good to get to that you point. You answered the next question I was going to ask. Okay. So it was like, oh, perfect. Oh. Okay. Um, because that's, I mean, something that I've always said is like, why does my marriage have to be about sex? Like, we pay bills. I fold laundry more than anything else you, in my life. Yes. Like, yes. I'm just like everyone else. Correct. You know? I'm not some like yeah. perverted horn dog. Like, right. No, I'm just a normal person. Right. You're just um, like me. We talk about I, nor- the same stuff. It. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I think it, like you said, you got to walk in people's shoes and that's something as I have come out and I've come to more and I've had to be respectful of other people's processes, Right. you know, not put, I've never, I'm sure I've done it before, but my goal has never been to push my, like, I need to be accepted. I need this entitlement. It's just like, God, like, let them see you, let them see me and you work on their heart. It's not my job to change anyone's heart. It's just my job to be me and right. to be kind and loving, which I'm very shy. So I can come off like rude, but it's just me that yeah. I'm insecure. And that's something I think the Lord's 
working on, right. especially this year, is to like let those walls down to where I'm more approachable. Yeah. Because I'm not mean. I'm just like terrified of people. But if they don't know that, I seem very mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and I don't think you seem mean. I just think like, you know, uh, um, I think my walls are very obvious. Well, and I think it's just <laughs> because it's like. Last week, for instance, mm-hmm. I said too much in our staff meeting about my physical. You did not say too much. You oh my Jesus! Like, you yeah, and so I was extremely vulnerable. I could not contain my emotions, and that is something like I work really hard on. I don't know, like to cry when I was a kid. It yeah. felt like such a sign of weakness. Yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, Lord, like He's playing a joke on me now because I cry about everything most of the time. And yeah. so I'm like, whatever. But I felt like I. Sh- you know, shared too much. And, um, I really like had this sense of like, like putting a, like hide me, you know? And, um, I think that, you know, sometimes when I think about like what you were saying, you know, to be vulnerable is such a, it's an awkward place to be, but it's like, it sets you free in so many ways. And so like for you, you're learning to be vulnerable in a setting that, in my opinion, has been so hurtful to so many people who are gay. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think the thing that I love about this place, um, yes, I work here, but beyond that is that, like, Daryl has this ability to look past what normal people would get stuck at mm-hmm. and to see what God has created you to do. Yeah. And, I, and I love the fact that he... And so many others, like, they look past one thing, not just because you're gay, but yeah. they look past it and go, well, she has a gift, right? Like, yeah. why should her sexual orientation um, discount her? Mm-hmm. Like, to me, I think that we need to do that more and more in big ways. Yeah. And so for you, like, you're, I mean, you know we love you. Yeah. But I think that there, you know, there's still this other voice that's like, much like with anybody yeah. that wants you to feel like that's not, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. I'm not You're saying right. that, I'm not saying that that's you, but sometimes I'm like, I know I do it in other settings. I do it. Yeah. Um, we all need to look past the, It's like he says, look at a man's heart, not a right. outer appearance because that's yeah. part of my outer appearance is part of my outward thing. Yeah. It's not my heart. Correct. Not, I mean, obviously it's my heart. I love yeah. my life, yeah. but it's not it doesn't discount me there's so much more yeah so much more and everybody though yeah yeah yeah. everyone it's like i said everyone has some kind of closet okay and i'm yeah okay so we're gonna wrap it up but i wanted to so i thought about like a question i wanted to ask that was just a fun question okay because yay so what and i'll do like a clip of the song when i get home but what is like your favorite worship song right now Mm, worthy of it all Worthy of it all. Yeah. That's good when I sang that one on Sunday. I know. So good. I was so proud of you. I was like, yes, she stepped out. I was like, you changed the whole thing. It yes. Was good. Okay. It was fun. Um, thank you for doing this. Thanks for I having me. I feel like me. we'll probably have to have one other one. Yeah. So we always talk about really cool stuff. I know. And then you, you don't even know what you say. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, like I'm sure as you listen to it again, you'll be like, oh, we could have talked about that. Or, yeah, I mean, you're like me in that way. Like one thought, one thing can lead to 20 things because yeah. you're in depth. Like, I don't know if y'all know this about Leticia, but like the thing that I love the most, you know, and I know we're wrapping up is that you like you can go into like deep wells of of your thoughts and like I think you and I connect so much in that because we're like well what about this oh yeah did you think about that and I I just admire like you put up with my (laughs) ADHD like do 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 oh yeah oh wait do you and I'm like if she can have a conversation with me and we can sit down and do this we are so gonna be friends forever (laughs) because it's not easy so that's good yeah I just I'm thankful for you and I'm thankful for our friendship and I think I would just want to encourage you in this moment and take this opportunity to like all the things you said on Sunday and hear about like God doing things like he's doing them he is he's gonna use you in all of the ways that he's put on your heart and he's already using you and you've changed my life obviously if you hadn't pushed for me to meet with Catherine or Daryl or whatever I wouldn't be sitting here right now 
and you just saw me and thanks for seeing me um and you do such a good job at loving people like that is your greatest gift and don't ever be ashamed of it because it does change other people's lives not just mine not just maddie's yeah and so i'm thankful for you and i love you i love you excited about and thanks for doing the same thing for me like i love that you challenged me and i love that some of our conversations are just so profound you know, and I get off the phone and I'm like, I didn't, like, I didn't think about that before. You know, I yeah. just, I love that you make me a better person mm-hmm. and more like, I don't want to say human, but like, sometimes we can just be so super spiritual that we don't think outside our, our box. Mm-hmm. And I just love that you've pushed me to, to like think deeper and to go places that I don't honestly think had I not known y'all, i I think I'd still be stuck, Mm -hmm. you know, and y'all being so transparent and so understanding. And like, one thing you did say is like, you don't, you don't want to push, like, you know, everybody has their own process. Mm -hmm. Like I've had to, I've processed, you know, and I'm such a better person because like we're in relationship. Mm -hmm. And so you make a difference a lot. So I'm very, I'm very grateful that you came and that you've done everything you've done and you've pushed and you've um, just like positioned yourself even when you thought that it was all not going to be anything anymore when you came out. And so a lot of people need to realize like your journey here is beautiful, but it wasn't always easy. And so I'm excited to listen to podcasts that you, that you do. I'm glad I got to be the first one to record with her, um, (laughs) with you, but uh, I'm excited to hear like the fullness of this whole thing yeah, come out. So thank you. Yeah. Amen. And thank you for everyone listening. Yeah. Thanks it guys. Fun. It was good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. We did it. Amen. All right. That's a wrap. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate all the love and support. If you could go and give me a quick review on whatever platform you're listening on, I would appreciate it so much. Also, if you got something from this episode, please share it with your friends and family. My reach can only go so far. And through y'all helping me share this, I know I can reach more people. If you have something, a question or a comment you'd like to leave, please leave it in the comments. Message me on Instagram if it's more private. I have been trying my best to respond to everything and I love interacting with y'all. Again, thank you so much for supporting me, for the love, for sharing your stories with me. I appreciate it more than you know. Making this podcast has been such a stretching thing for me, but through y'all's support and response, my gosh, it makes me so much more excited to do this for y'all. So until next week, the next episode, y'all have a great one.